What's oh, up? There we are. Hey, brother. What's happening, my man? Oh, it's Saturday morning here, man. Getting ready to play a show today and uh, chatting to you. What's happening with you? Uh, three in the afternoon and just banking down interviews for Australia, man. Getting ready to come down with Mudvayne with Coal Chamber and fucking lock it up. It's going to be amazing. Mate, you have no idea how fucking keen we are for that down here, man. Cool. Like, the word on the street is like everybody I know is just straight up like can't believe it's actually happening. It's insane. Yeah, it's 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 great to be coming down with them. We did a, a summer run with Mudvayne over here at big amphitheaters all summer. The pairing was great. The sound was deafening when Cole Chamber came out on stage and we was like, okay, if we're going to do this, let's go with Mudvayne. AJ, uh, who's putting it on, very close friend of my family's. Uh, I mean, we're friends outside of the business. We're friends. We always have been and always will be. Knowing that he's part of it, that's it. We're we're in. And uh, I mean, I was texting with the guys late last night for about an hour and just we we're fucking ready. We're going over the set list. How much time do we have on stage? Okay, well, Des, if you don't say anything here, we can slip in another song. I'm like, I'd rather fucking slip in songs. Like these people have heard my voice. All I want to say is thank you and get to the next song. So it's going to be bludgeoning. I can tell you that. And if if any of you have watched the shows from the summer amphitheater run, like go see where we are as a band. I mean, bar none, these are the best shows that we've ever done in our life. Part and parcel because we're older, we got our shit together, right? And I think uh, you guys are going to see some really good shows coming down. So I we we are very excited to do it. Man, and you've known those Mudvayne guys for for years from from back in the day too. So it's, it yeah. must be cool to you know hit the road. At, you know, being a little older, uh, you know, a little less crazier than than the old days. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. What I do know is when you take a unit like us and you have each individual part firing on one hundred and ten percent, then you put us together. It's combustion and the engine is fucking going. So I think what you guys are going to see is a fucking night train on stage. I mean, we are coming to destroy it. We're not coming to be artsy and fuck off. We're coming to destroy it. And Cold Chamber in the early days had some of the most deadly pits in Los Angeles that ever were. I had to stop so many shows. Unlike a lot of the bands in the genre around us, we were known for deadly, deadly ass shows. So that has continued with us. And we saw a lot of it this summer uh, where it was like, okay, once this gets in a smaller endeavor, two, 3,000 seaters, 4,000 seaters, that's when it's going to be complete mayhem. So we're going into some, some nice rooms, uh, some rooms with big pits. And I want to see nothing but that fucking floor bludgeoning the whole time. You know, and how how was it that run with uh that was like uh Gwar as well? I love I'm a big Gwar fan. You didn't yeah. get eaten by Gwar, so that's great, great, great guys, great guys. And I've toured with them uh, with my other band, Devil Driver, as well. Yes. Matter of fact, one of the most grueling tours I ever did was with Gwar. We did 29 days in a row, and on the 30th day, I slept till the 32nd day. 
So true story. So I love those guys. Yeah, they were on the run. Butcher Babies was on the run opening and and uh, Mudvayne and and uh, Nonpoint as well. Great guys. Great, great dudes. And every day when we would come side stage, all those other bands would be around. And they knew we were out for blood. I mean, we were huh, you couldn't as we were getting ready to walk on stage, you couldn't even speak to us. We were just like fucking blinders. I was like, give me the fucking microphone. I want to destroy this. And that's what Cold Chamber was back in the day. And it's what Cold Chamber is now. And when we lose that, we won't do shows ever again. So you're getting us at our prime. I haven't had a drop of alcohol in 2016. They're off of all the substances that could ever fuck their lives up. Everybody's families are tight. Everybody's wives are hanging out. It's the most amazing thing that this has facilitated itself again because it was actually like the problem child, the 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 thing that will never happen again, mm. the special thing that will never happen again. That's what we were, and it is happening, and on such a level that uh, I mean, look, we were rehearsing, and um, we I came walking out, and it was awesome to see other bands at the rehearsal space where we rehearsed. You know, we saw a bunch of other bands, pop bands, and all sorts. But I walked out, and Chino it was great seeing Chino from the Deftones, and he was on a couch. He goes bro, you guys sound like 1995. I said, thank you, homie. Like, I appreciate you. So, you know, we're coming, we're, we're running and gunning and we're coming for the situation, man. We, you know, we're not just coming to fuck around, you know, and we're bringing production um, and we're going to be launching meet and greets down the line here. We're just waiting because we're picking a charity because some of the, some or most of the proceeds are going to go to a charity because none of us let's face it, need the money at this point in our lives. We're coming down for other reasons. So we're trying to find a charity. Then we're going to launch meet and greets and do the right thing by some people down, down there. So we don't just come into the situation, take money out of the situation and come back to the States. We leave something for the people as well. Um, It's kind of like how I do when I play uh, the Navajo reservations or whatever, I make a special t-shirt, all the money goes to the kids at the elementary schools with devil driver or what have you. So we're going to, we're doing that as well, but we are very excited. Everybody's really excited. And oh, we're on man. the phone. Like I said, we're on the phone last night, you know. Ah, oh, dude, that's so good to hear. I love hearing it. You know, you're all tight again. You know, is it better these days for you guys as a, as friends? Have you found that you're closer now than what you were back in the day? Yeah, because we just get together and we say, "What the fuck broke us up?" Oh, Yoko Ono. Oh, hard drugs. Oh, oh you were fucked up on alcohol. I mean, it's a very simple equation. It's a very simple fucking mm. equation. Drugs, alcohol, Yoko Ono. That's what's good. At ego, ego first, actually. Yeah. And I've seen this with some bands that, that, you know, it's craziness, right? The ego after their second record or third record, it's insane. Like that, don't have that until you're fucking Iron Maiden and then still don't even have that, you know? I mean, Bruce from Iron Maiden came into our dressing room talking to us when we were last down there with Cold Chamber, talking to us for fucking an hour and a half, just sitting there talking to us. I'm like, cool, Bruce from Iron Maiden. No big deal. He flies his own plane, but no fucking ego, right? So yeah. I think- when you get rid of ego, drugs, alcohol, and the pretentious Yoko that comes in, which has happened, then what comes together is nothing but unique, natural, uh, and and poignant. And that's that's where we are right now as a group. We're firing on all cylinders, and there's no bullshit within us. Um, I mean, none. We spend most of our time laughing at rehearsals. Our tour managers like we need to play a song now like oh okay fuck you know like i guess let's play loco again but we'd rather sit here and bullshit and 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 that's that's what's great you know is we've come on the other side i mean the word love is like used a lot in our conversations right like me and my drummer mike are 
so much closer because the kid was 16 when he joined. Yeah. And I was like the big father figure, like, no, get the fuck on stage. Or, you know, I was the leader, right? Now it's a different scenario. Now I'm like, Mike, what do you want to do? Cool, let's do what you want to do. What? Yeah. Meigs, what do you want to do? Cool, let's do what you want to do. So being older, wiser, and off of the things that fuck up a band, then coming together and still musically having your chops and still being, you know, in shape enough to do it as a young man's game and take it to a band who's 20 years old, if you need to, then it's time to go and do, do the fuck what you do. And that's what we're doing right now. I'll be, I'll, be first, I'll be the first to walk from either one of my bands when it's, <laughs> when it's not, when it's not fucking doing it, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But man, I will say like, but, I mean, you're, you're uh, in your fifties, but you look yeah. like you're, you are much younger than that. Like physically you I've seen dudes half your age. that can't do the shit that you can do. I mean, you're, you've kept yourself a machine, dude. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I, I, you know, look, um, I think having a good mentality in life mm. and keeping a positive outlook, even if you're going through hard times is, is going to do that for you. But also, I'm young. I keep a young outlook. I hang out with my sons who are in their twenties. I skateboard still nightly. I fucking, you know, my wife's like, where, are, where are you? It's like, I found an abandoned pool. We're fucking skating. It's like, I, I don't know. Like when I, you know, when, when I was younger, when my grandfather was, you know, 56 years old, mm. he was done. He was like in the couch. He was asleep. He was fucking, shh, don't wake him up after dinner. I mean, he's fucking toast. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, give me my fucking longboard. I got a hill to bomb. Like I'm, you know, so I just think, you know, keep yourself youthful. You want to, first of all, I'm around music as well. You know, yeah. music, music keeps you young, you know, don't sit around and fucking watch the TV every night and, and think about your fucking age and, you know, well, I'm 45. I can't do that anymore or what have you. It's like, shut, shut up, man. Like when's the last time you got on your fucking skateboard or your surfboard, or when's the last time you did something you did when you were young? You know, maybe you do need to go out and stay out in a club till fucking three in the morning, man, to remember who the fuck you were yeah. back in your youth, you know? I'm not going to succumb to it, you know? When I do succumb to it, I'll disappear. You'll never fucking see me again, homie. When it's done for me, when I'm done, I'm out. I mean, oh, there'll man. be like photo photos taken of me coming out with my groceries or some bullshit, but you're not going to see me no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't want that to happen. Like, I don't know. We want to say, you know... We, we every time we see death, I, I think I think that that a vegan lifestyle, yes, which I had for a very long time, no alcohol, no hard drugs, keeping yourself positive, yoga is a big part, juicing, fasting. Uh, right now, I haven't eaten in eighteen hours. I have more energy than fucking. I know what to do with. So learning what your body cycle is doing as you get older, especially, I think is important to whatever you want to do. Right, you're an athlete, you're a musician. You're a fucking pro pool player. Whatever the fuck it is, keep yourself in shape. Uh, that's that, you know? Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I believe you were in a rockabilly band to begin with. You were a drummer in a rockabilly band. Yeah, in a psychobilly band, actually. So there's a difference. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, man. But, uh, you know, have you found that that old crew from that scene followed you with Cold Chamber? 
and they, they're still with you to this day. Have you found? No, that- I, you know, I don't know. I'm still friends with a lot of those cats though. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so I was in a band called the screaming wolves mm-hmm. when I was 14, 15, 16 years old, I was a stand-up drummer. My guitar player at the time where I went with him to buy his first old orange Gretsch guitar. I was with him. Buddy Doogie is his name. D O U G H I. He's on Instagram. Like go follow him. He's still one of the biggest rockabilly guitar players out there. He's played with Brian Setzer, you fucking name it. Wow. And we still, we still are friends. We still communicate and we still share the love of like old cars. I mean, I have a 78 Cadillac, the one that was in uh, the movie casino. He has, he has old hot rods. Like we still share that. I still love roots rock. Right. So the way I was raised was like working on motorcycles in my garage with my stepfathers, you know, water and power guys over a lot of bikers over a lot of hell's angels over like all the time listening to rockabilly music and shit and listen to fucking, you know, old rock and roll, but also rockabilly shit and old fifties tunes. Right. So psychabilly is a lot different, right? Like my bands were the cramps, uh, you know, uh, I could, I could, I could go on for fucking days, but, but in, in my scene, um, it was a really underground scene at the time. Like the stray cats were not even really popping off yet. Their first record had just got released when we were playing shows as the screaming wolves. So there was a huge underground psychobilly scene that was kind of really rough mixed with bikers. And, you know, like I was running around with, you know, motorcycle boots on with chains on them when I was 14 years old with my first tattoo when I was 15 smoking clove cigarettes with a pump thinking I was fucking rough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Until I got knocked out in a bar one time. I was like, okay, maybe, (laughs) you know, you know what I mean? Like, okay, maybe, maybe. All right. So, so yeah, I mean, I don't know if they followed me over, but um, I'm still friends with, with a lot of people in that scene. And I love rockabilly culture, man. I mean, there's fucking nothing like it, you know? Absolutely. I I love that stuff too. But uh, man, I will say that Cold Chamber started right in the pocket of my youth. And I have this, like, here's this. I've had this for many, many years. This is the tab book. We used to jam in my mate's living room. Just us the two. It was a little practice amp, no shitty gear. This is where it all started for me, man. Like, obviously, I'm a singer now, but I, you know, that. that I love seeing that, man. It just changed my world, man. Like, that whole new metal movement. And I know some people shy away from that. They're like, oh, no, no, we're not that bad. But you guys seem to embrace it. And now I'm seeing a lot of kids that are drawing influences from that and mixing it into their bands today. So they owe you guys a few sandwiches. That's for sure. I but- We owe you guys a few. So like what we did for you and your youth, you guys all did for us because we got the gold records, the people coming out, the accolades, the money got bigger as a band, got to take production, got to tour the world. So we owe the way I look at things is we owe you guys to be honest with you. So I thank you for your sentiment. But in my opinion, in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. we we owe the fans more than probably anything uh, in the world, you know? Oh, man. it's It, it goes both ways, really. I mean, that's- yeah. And then embracing, and then embracing new metal. It's like yeah. the biggest bands on the planet have always been still there. Corn, yes. Deftones, Disturbed. Let me, I mean, it's a, either they embrace the word new metal or, or what have you. It- it's never gone anywhere. Right. And the great thing about those bands is every one of them is different. I can show you <clears throat> seven or eight bands from the seventies and they all sound alike. They yep. all kind of have a root sound right within new metal. None of us fucking sounded alike. None of us sounded the same. We all, maybe some of us down tuned or some of us did this, but 
everybody did a different thing. We had more of a gothic, bludgeoning, uh, strange enough, gang, Latino gang following in Los Angeles that came to see us. It made our shows deadly. Like Corn had this, a different rap pop thing. You know what I mean? Yep. Deftones, always one of the best bands of the whole fucking genre as the Deftones. They had their own thing. They did like, I mean, then you had the later bands that came, you know, second and third, Static System, Disturbed. And everybody sounds so different than each other. That's why you're hearing kids take the influences of what they're hearing and doing their own music with, you know, because they they want to sound different. They want to do something that sounds different. How long we got? Okay. Oh. I got I got 60 seconds. I got the, I just got the this. From oh, my- no. Okay. All right. I did want to say congratulations on uh, 20 years of that Devil Drive, first Devil Drive album, um, which is fucking still bangs, mate. Still bangs. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah. It's still great, man. Are we going to, is there a reissue coming or something like that for it? Uh, there's vinyl out now that you can buy. There's vinyl for all those records out now. And then there's going to be something happening. Uh, for Australia in the next five years. Uh, <laughs> I can't. You Come know. on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all right. It's all right. But uh, my, wife, my wife's my manager and she's heavy handed on me. Yeah. I, 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 my wife's the same. Um, But uh, it's good, man. Uh, she's, hey, she's a good lady. Your wife. Thank you, brother. Thank yeah. you, brother. Yeah, your whole family's great. But, man, I want to thank you once again. It's always a pleasure talking to you, Des. We're going to have all the links down here and on the website to the Mudvayne Cold Chamber Tour. Holy shit, it's happening. Uh, brother, you take care. Have a good holidays, and we'll see you cool, soon. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'm coming down. I'm coming down a couple of days early just to hang out in Australia. So hopefully really? I see you guys. Yeah, so hopefully you guys see me walking around because I'm going to go cruise around with AJ. I'm going to come down and stay with him early. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for everybody that's viewing this. And if you're coming to a show, man, get ready because we're we're coming. We're going to give you 110%. We're excited. Yes. All right, brother. Enjoy. Later, bro. See you, man. Take care, bro.